Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Tasmania Talks, Merrill Moments. And our Merrill Moments are off to the beautiful King Island with the King Island Council Mayor, Juliana. Julie, good morning. Happy Friday. Good morning, Mike. Happy Friday to you too. I hear King Island just recently won a Keep Australia Beautiful Award. Tell us about that. Well done. We won a swag of awards, but uh, it's in the sustainable communities area. So a number of our uh, volunteer uh, communities and individuals won awards uh, at Penguin, but of course couldn't be over there for the awards. So tomorrow at our producers market, uh, we're having a local presentation. Good on to, you. Uh, a lot of people getting certificates of recognition and we're so pleased about it because, um, you know, we're sustainable economically. There's no two ways, but for our community to be sustained and, uh, and be there for everybody, uh, we need our volunteer organizations and it's so great to see them being recognized on uh, not only the state, um, stage, but we're now finalists for Australia. So it's lovely. Isn't it? It just, and I think credit where credit's due. I mean, well done to you. I think it's just sensational. And, and to actually mention the volunteers too, I mean, where could we, where would we be without our volunteers? We would not have a community without our volunteers. They, they sustain every, um, social part of our life here. So we're very grateful to them and, uh, and they, they don't get recognition enough. So, um, and that's the same everywhere. I think, um, volunteers are so important in Australia. Yeah, they are. How's the island feeling about borders, um, reopening next Wednesday? Oh, look, I've been talking to a lot of residents. I think the general feeling is that everyone is um, um, concerned, a little worried about it, but um, also recognise that we can't stay closed forever. Um, we need our tourists back. We need our businesses operating. So it now comes down to feeling confident about the processes that are in place, and um, I think that's all that... Oh, that's a major amount of work that's been done over the last couple of months is making sure that there are processes, there is staffing, uh, there are resources uh, and I, I can honestly say to my um, residents here, I have confidence in our health processes very much so, um, even to the point of, uh, of the Premier talking with him and uh, um, I, I know that we're going to have processes there that will work. Um, our airport processes I'm a little more concerned about but biosecurity uh, staff, there's two and a half full-time staff now on the island, so nothing is going mm. to work perfectly, Mike. But and we know that, Julie, though, even though, just... even though they're double-vaxxed, it'll, it'll, it'll travel. We've said that uh, ad nauseum oh, on this program. Absolutely. We know that, and yeah. but I think health have got it covered with COVID at home. Does that, you have all of those in place, all of those? Uh, sit- yes, you know? we do. We do. We only have Telstra here, and um, uh, our Telstra signals aren't... Um, totally reliable but we're working with that and um you know look nothing will work perfectly but the processes will be changed as things are picked up on and and they will change as needed so um yes residents are concerned but um we're more than happy to have borders opening and uh, and to move forward what about um you've had some uh, strong tourism lately as well i believe Oh look, we we have bookings, um, literally January, February, March. Um, yeah. uh, I think the golf courses are booked, um, our accommodations booked. We've got uh, um, charter airlines uh, contacting uh, the airport about uh, when can they come in. And no, look, we're 
we're really um, we're really going to be booming uh, January, February, March. So, and of course, uh, it will be ongoing after March. But um, very strong bookings all the way through there. So, everybody is keen to get out and and come out to places and you know walk on the beaches and uh, enjoy the the golf and everything else. So. We want that to happen, and we just have to keep everybody safe. Uh, tell me, uh, Group 6 Metals uh, fully funded to proceed with the redevelopment of the Dolphin Tungsten Project at Grassy on King Island. So uh, some positive news there, some uh, you know, jobs and funds? Yes, yes, very much so. And look, uh, um, having had discussions uh, with uh, um, the organisation at director level over a number of years now, I think they're going to be an extremely good corporate citizen for us. And... Um, you know, the EPA, the environmental uh, processes are in place. Um, the uh, accommodation is probably a bit of a query, but um, certainly uh, we're looking at, during production, about 90 full-time equivalent jobs. Wow. Um, sorry, during construction. Yeah. And then after production, which is first quarter 23, about 65 full-time equivalents. So that's a, a, a salary payroll um into the island of about two million a year, which is wow. a big boost for us. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah. I know they're uh, the planning that tungsten mining. They've signed that uh, company planning it. They've signed the contract. What is it? Forty nine million. I was reading. I hope I got that right uh, for the processing right. plant, aiming for a first shipment in early twenty twenty three. Excellent. That's correct. They're looking at about five container loads going off a week after twenty three, and the state government's just uh, given hydro another two million, so that the electricity will. Uh, be back into our, uh, sorry, we'll be using our grid, which is 60, 65% all renewable um, rather than them using diesel generators. So that's, mm. that's a real plus as well. So it's certainly uh, moving on. What I thought was interesting, you've, um, you've been consulting with residents of the King Island Council regarding policy around on-street dining. Tell me about this. Yes, yeah, so um, the situation is at the moment that we have a number of little restaurants that are starting up and uh, there's been talk about uh, them putting tables and chairs out onto the footpath. Now, it came to council for council to make a decision, but councillors um, believe very strongly that this was something that the residents needed to have input into. It wasn't a council, uh, shouldn't be nine people around the table making the decision. So on Saturday, again, at our producer's market, um, there will be council has a booth there to talk through that policy with uh, everyone that's there um, and to make sure that residents have some input. Do they want um, the restaurants or the fast food people or the bakery to have Bit of alfresco. chairs on, yes, on the footpath? Mm, now, mm. it would leave about 1.5 metres for people to... Uh, to move uh, between the tables and chairs and the edge of the footpath. Is that enough? Is it something residents want? Um, we, we, we want residents to have their say. So, um, as I say, that'll start on Saturday at the markets and uh, we'll wait to see what residents uh, think about it. Okay, well, good call. You're putting it to the residents. I love that. And you're down one councillor. Someone's resigned. <laughs> yeah, someone's just had enough. Come so on. On Friday... On Friday, unfortunately, uh, Councillor Jim Cooper, who um, was our Deputy Mayor, um, it was uh, with regret that uh, I, I saw his resignation. And uh, Jim has been a real uh, contributor over the, uh, the years I've been on council, and I know he's been on council previous to that as well. So 
Um, look, it's been a very, very wearing year for a lot of people, two years really, um, and uh, Jim hasn't uh, really let anyone know why he made the decision, but he has every right to make that sure. decision. And sometimes, of he does. you know, you just you just have to do things uh, for your family or yourself, and uh, and uh, let the consequences lay where they do. And Julie, just to finish off, uh, much going on in the lead up to Christmas. Oh, look, we've started Christmas parties over here. I'm sure everyone Beautiful. else has too. But but one of the really really great things is. Um, um, uh, Monica Harper and her team have uh, decorated our main street and it's just outstanding and they've done it with um, recycled things and very little uh, expense but huge, huge impact. You know, you walk down the main street and you uh, you see the Christmas uh, decorations and it just makes you so uh, upbeat and happy. So it's been a real lift to that for us. And you need a bit of that, don't you, this time? Everyone needs that at the moment, so you need to smile at people and, and try and look at the uh, the happy side for a while and uh, just get us through to Christmas uh, safely and um, mm. and uh, looking after your families at the moment, Mike. So. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Julie, it's a pleasure to talk with you, as always, and uh, last time for this year. So thank you for all the conversation you've had all year, and I wish you and your family, also all of King Island, a very Merry Christmas and a safe and happy New Year. And again, thank you very much for our conversations. I'm, I'm very grateful. Oh, no, look, we've enjoyed it, and, uh, and thank you for uh, helping get the King Island name across to people. We appreciate that. And same to you, Mike, to you and your family and all your staff. Uh, have a happy and a very safe uh, Christmas and the same to all of your listeners. Thanks, Julie. Much appreciated. An absolute pleasure to talk with you. Julie Arnold, Mayor of King Island Council. With Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin. Weekday mornings from 9.